So according to a 2019 press release by Bodybuilding.com, 73% of people who set fitness goals as a New Year's resolution give up on them. 73%. That's 7 out of 10 people who start with the fitness resolution at the beginning of the year and quit. Have you ever been a part of that 73%? (laughs) I think my name is definitely listed. (laughs) I have to laugh because it's funny. You start, you're you're excited in January. Then here comes February and you're like, what happened? (laughs) That membership I paid for has gone down the drain. Well, today I've got a special guest. His name is Terrell Perry. And uh, he's going to help us understand why we fail and give us the tools to succeed. So before you quit, before you stop going to the gym, before you get frustrated and say this membership is a waste of money, don't throw in the towel just yet. Listen to today's episode and let's get the encouragement, the help, the resources so we can win this time. It's time to win. Come on, let's take this journey together. You're listening to the Cultivation Hub podcast. The Cultivation Hub is a show that provides engaging content that educates and inspires individuals to live their best lives. The Cultivation Hub is the resource for human potential. So welcome to the Cultivation Hub with your host, Jeff Robinson. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Robinson. Welcome to the Cultivation Hub. We are going into a new year. And uh, as you know, the show is about adding value through inspiration, education and entertainment. And I've got one of my first guests. This is one of my first interviews. So I'm excited about it. And we've got a purpose for this show. For those of you that are starting off the new year, like many of us with New Year's resolutions, you want to lose weight, you want to get in shape. That's, you know, and and we know that's very popular thing that many people do at the beginning of the year. We wanted to add value here at the Cultivation Hub by bringing someone to you who is an expert on this topic. And he's going to share some really good information with you. I want to introduce to you Terrell Perry. Terrell Perry is uh, not you. Now you're a native Nashville. Uh, I am now. I've been here for about 30 years. So, okay, well. He's a Nashvillian, maybe not a native, but he's a Nashvillian who has who is a health and fitness professional and been doing it for about what ten years now. Ten years, that's right. Yeah, he's got and got many certifications. Terrell, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. You're my first, my first interview guest. So thank you, man, for being a part of this and being a part of the Cultivation Hub. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity, man. Look forward to the convo. Man, it's gonna be great. So listen, give us a little bit of background about um, what you do and especially some of the certifications. I think that'll go, that's going to be important. Tell us a little bit about, about what you're doing. So what I do is I help people to maximize their health, to live healthy lifestyles. So basically we work on the nutritional piece. We work on the exercise piece, whether that be strength training, whether that be cardio, whether that be speed, agility and quickness, whether that even be a corrective exercise uh, specialist. So there's multiple ways to get a person into the shape that they want to be in. Uh, now, talking about the certifications, yeah, I have a certified personal certification. 
I have a corrective exercise specialist certification. So now what's a certified personal? Is that a certified personal trainer? What is yes. that? So okay. let me back up. The governing body is the National Academy of Sports Medicine. They're out of Chandler, Arizona, and they're one of the uh, major governing bodies for health and fitness professionals. But that certified personal trainer, that that role specifies I'm able to give you the uh, workout routines to maximize uh, what your uh, fitness goals are, uh, touch on some nutritional things, touch on some uh, diagnosis things as far as do you have any type of uh, uh, structural issues when you do particular exercises? Do you ha- are you a special population? Are mm-hmm. you a a do you have uh, how how to have an exercise for someone who is expecting how to have exercises for someone who's a cancer patient, how to okay. have exercises for someone who uh, has uh, osteoporosis. So we're able to not only come up with a fitness regimen, but to be able to uh, progress or regress an exercise based on certain limitations you have. So in a nutshell, a certified personal trainer allows you to live your best life physically, mentally, and nutritional wise. And what are the other certifications? The other certifications are going to be your corrective exercise specialist. So let's say you have a situation to where you've damaged your knee from running. So if that's the case, you want to get back in shape, but you have to figure out how to rehab that knee. So with the corrective exercise specialist, I one diagnose what your issue is. Now, I'm not a surgeon, so I'm not going to do any type of surgery, but help diagnose what the issue is, then determine strategies how to help rehab that particular injury that you've got. So not only rehab that injury, but now make you better, stronger and faster. So to some degree, it's it's. The non-surgical piece. Is it kind of like a physical therapist? It's a physical therapist. Yes. Physical therapist. Yes. And what other certifications? The other certification is going to be a performance enhancement specialist. So let's say you are a weekend warrior. Let's say you have a parent with a a child with a exceptional aptitude or skill for sports and you want that child to become a better athlete. Not a better not a better basketball player or a better football player, but a better athlete. People who are athletic tend to stay on the court or the field much longer than the average person. So how do you make them a better athlete? You have to make them stronger, quicker, faster. You have to make them have that endurance. You also have to make them have a better mindset to understand you can go as far as your mind will take you when you're out there competing in exercises and sports. Have yourself to the to the to the ability to where when your opponent is starting to get weak, Man, you're just now starting to, to warm up. You notice that weakness and you exploit it and you show your your physical uh, skills or abilities to the degree that now you're the person that's in control of that particular uh, function. So uh, performance and performance enhancement specialist just basically makes you a better athlete. So you got three of the top certifications. That's three, right? We kind of three. I got another one. The okay, other one the is other? fitness nutrition specialist. Oh. So when you get your certified personal trainer certification, that kind of touches on the nutritional piece. But when you go back and get your fitness nutrition specialist, you get into the ins and outs of of your macros, your... Now, what's, your, what's macros? What's macros, that? you're going to be talking about your carbohydrates. You're going to be talking about your fats. You're going to be talking about your proteins. You're going to be talking about all of the the elements that comprise what your nutritional uh, intake is. So you can determine 
what exactly is the catalyst for my weight loss, fat loss, really, not weight loss, fat loss, or what is the obstacle that's blocking my transformation? Through nutrition. Through nutrition. Okay. Uh, So once you determine what your nutrition is, because now you're tracking what you're eating. Now, not only are you tracking what you're eating, you're being intentional as far as what you're eating to spark that change. And that's through being educated as well. That's you're through being, being educated, educated absolutely. Okay. So that's four. Is there another one? Well, I've got my master's, but I mean, that, that's... Oh, okay. Okay, right. right. Okay, so that's four certifications. Call them off again. You've got four certs. You've got... The Certified personal trainer. Certified personal personal trainer. Corrective exercise specialist. Corrective exercise specialist. Performance enhancement specialist. Performance enhancement specialist. Fitness nutrition specialist. Fitness nutrition specialist. Wow, four great certifications. Well, today's show, everybody, is called Why People Fail at Weight Loss. And we brought Terrell Perry on, who, as you can definitely tell, is definitely certified, bona fide, and qualified. Uh, and we're going to go over some things and we're going to ask some questions and Terrell's going to share some information to help those of you that are out there that are that have made another New Year's resolution. And you like determined to really stick to it this time. And you really want to get the weight off. You want to be healthier. You want to be more fit. Uh, we here at Cultivation Hub. We're going to provide you with that information to do that. So our subject today is why people fail at Weight loss. Some of the things we talked about earlier were there's no honesty. Mm-hmm. What does that mean when people fail at weight loss because they are not honest? What does that mean? Honesty can begin with one recognizing that you have an issue. A lot of folks will want to have that that fat loss or weight loss for some, but they're not recognizing what's causing the issue. Is it lack of rest? Is it uh, improper nutrition? Is it your exercise regimen? Doesn't make sense, but typically it all starts and ends with the nutritional piece. So for most people, they'll, they will not acknowledge that what I've been ingesting into my body does not work for what I'm doing. It does not make my metabolism work. It doesn't, it, 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 it can be something that's high in, uh, carbohydrates, sugar, uh, and if it's high in sugar, sugar tends to to lodge in your abdomen. So if it's foods that are generally high in sugar or fat, how is that going to help me lose weight or fat? So they're not honest. But so could it be so and honest about, you know, what the foods are doing? It, could it just be an educational piece or, you know, or you mean honest about what they're actually eating? They're not. So one of the reasons they fail is because they're not being honest about, well, this is what I ate today. That is probably one of the issues of not being honest with what you're eating. I think the other pieces that may be some that may not be honest with themselves as far as their expectations. Are your expectations real? Are you wanting to lose, say... Give me an example of what what may be an unreal expectation. An example of an unreal expectation would be I'm going on a cruise with my girls in 60 days. I'm trying to lose 75 pounds. Okay. Or, okay, that may be a bit much, but would, if you got 60 days, would, what would be in it? Would 20 pounds be realistic? 20 pounds would be more realistic because you want to give yourself the opportunity to experience some success, to experience some, some, some life lessons as far as 
this worked, this didn't work. I was more consistent on this particular situation. I was inconsistent here. Give yourself a chance to succeed as well as to some degree fail because you have to learn what works and what doesn't work. So when you give yourself room to lose a reasonable amount of weight, because quite honestly, an average amount of weight to lose is about a pound to a pound and a half a week. That's an average. I read somewhere that that's a safe amount. That's a safe amount. So there's no honesty about about eating, eating habits. There's no honesty about or there's no the, the honesty piece fails in setting realistic expectations, setting realistic expectations. So okay. when your expectations are are too far fetched. And you miss that first hurdle for the weight loss, you typically will give up and say, ah, okay. uh, this didn't work. I didn't lose the weight. OK, but go back and think about with what you are wanting to lose within the amount of time. Did it make sense on the front end? So we got no honesty, um, not being honest about your, your expectations, setting realistic ex- expectations, as well as the, the eating habits. Would, yes. that, would that be fair? Yes. Not honest. So in other words, if you say, well, what'd you eat today? You know, and you're not really honest and you didn't mention that you had, you know, two slices of cake. You know, and you go, I'm eating right. Because yeah. you hear that a lot. No, I'm eating yeah. right. I'm eating right. So one of the reasons why people fail at weight loss is they're not being honest with themselves and not being honest with their trainer or mm-hmm. whoever it is that they're being accountable to. Absolutely. So what about micromanaging the trainer? That was another topic that came up, you know. What is that? What do you mean by micromanaging the trainer? People fail at weight loss because they micromanage the trainer. What does that mean? So when you're wanting to spark a body change and you've enlisted a health and fitness professional, you're asking them to get you to a certain level. There's nothing wrong with being inquisitive about what it is you're doing. Okay, so like, what is this exercise for? Or what is why this, am I doing this? What is this exercise? Why am I doing it? What what most what's my primary muscle that I'm working? What's my secondary muscle that I'm working? If I've got some type of of muscle compensation, is there another muscle that's now taken over because I've got a shortcoming in one? Okay. There's nothing wrong with asking those questions. Or why do I eat this? Or why do I eat so what many times a day? How does this help? But what where the micromanaging comes into play is you've asked me to help you. I've given you the instruction. I've given you the tools and you're looking for results quicker than possible. One, two, you're listening to me as well as everyone else who tells you something. So now you come back and tell you you're trying to come back and tell me what what what. Mandy said, Mandy said, if I do this, I'll lose such and such. Why didn't you say that? Listen to what Mandy told you. Does that make sense? Well, no, but she did it. Did she tell you everything that she was doing? No. So then you're taking the advice of someone who hasn't gone through the educational piece over someone who has. So so then you're 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 listening to someone else. Then on top of that, you're going in and researching every article that you can find. So you're in you're consistently inconsistent you're being told what needs to happen but you're listening to everyone else on the outside so if you've got all of those different voices directing you what to do you're never you're never positioning yourself to win because so you, you don't got, really have a trust with your with your um personal trainer or the person that you're working with it's not a you know you don't trust them it's so so because if it, you micromanage someone you kind of sounds like maybe some trust issues it can be some trust issues with, with 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 the trainer, 
But if you think about it in the grand scheme, you really don't trust yourself. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's 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 good. You're listening to Cultivation Hub with your host Jeff Robinson. So we've already realized that one of the reasons why people fail at weight loss is because they're not being honest, honest with themselves, right. honest with their trainer. Uh, the other thing is they're micromanaging their trainer. Mm-hmm. And you said something today also. Um, I've been using the word trainer, but you said health and fitness professional. What's what's the real difference? You can have a trainer and the trainer more or less will give you exercises to do. Okay. They, they will write out a plan or they'll go follow, find something on YouTube or Facebook as far as something for you to do. Their goal is simply to give you some type of workout plan that can be a trainer. But when I'm talking about a health and fitness professional, they're looking at when you're doing a particular exercise, do you have a structural uh, issue? And if so, how do we correct it? Do you have uh, muscle uh, deficiencies? Do you have injuries in your shins? And if that's the case, there's something going on with your calves. So then I had to figure out how to strengthen your calves to stop those those issues or problems with your your shins. So I, like I said, I'm looking to how to regress an exercise. Uh, if you got an injury, how to still get that exercise in, but not to the point that I aggravate what you've got. How to progress an exercise. If you're able to do something but I noticed that you've got the ability to do even more than what you're doing. How do I take that thing so up? Kind of pushing yourself. A little so bit. not only am I giving you an exercise, uh-huh. but I'm also adjusting it based on your structural or physical capabilities. But I'm also part psychologist. Okay. okay. Because I have to listen to your 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 outside uh, uh, stimuli and come up with stuff that will keep you motivated to work out, keep you motivated to eat well, keep you motivated to stay in the plan for the body transformation. So so it's not just physical as well as it's not just physical when it comes to just doing exercises or squats or push-ups, but it's Mm -hmm. uh, the health and fitness professional kind of covers the, I guess, the the physical, the emotional, as well as the nutrition. Yeah. Kind of a holistic it's, it's well-rounded. It's a holistic view because when we're talking about in terms of muscle movement, uh-huh. the most important muscle is what's between your two ears. So okay. once I've actually, <laughs> once I've gotten a grasp as to how you think and how you do what you do, yeah, then I can drive you towards what your goal is, a realistic goal, okay, with a realistic amount of time, and 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 help you understand what your why is. Okay. You may not know why. You, you may think I want to lose weight because, you know, summertime's coming. We may, may be able to determine you need to lose weight because you're a type 2 diabetic that you didn't tell okay. me off the top. So but, it goes beyond just, oh, I want to get into, you know, you want to get into a new dress or some new pants or something like that. But it's it's it kind of goes to the whole, I guess, lifestyle thing, you know, really addressing lifestyle, the, the, you the, know, the, not just physical appearances, but, but just... You know, of course, your primary focus is that's why you're there. But but your health, you know. Okay, so the difference, the big difference then with you got a health and fitness professional that is concerned with your entire health. 
right as well as fitness right uh where just maybe a personal trainer will just you know focus on maybe the fitness part or the you know the exercise part and the the physical regimen Right, right. Okay. Right. And okay. that's that and that's not taking anything away right. from a personal trainer, but I feel like with with the with the certifications that I have in my training, I position myself to be a health and fitness professional, a life coach, if okay. you will. Okay. So that we're we're looking at making your body better than what it was. We're looking at making your, your nutrition not diets, but your nutrition better than what it was. But we're also looking at making your mindset different than what it was. You view yourself different. You view food different. You view okay. relationships and, and, and success and, and, and lessons uh, different. So, I, OK, so I, I think so the focus is still on your body and the physical because that's why they come to see you. Right. But you are addressing it more than just run on the treadmill, but you're addressing it in a holistic mind, body, soul type of way because that helps you get to the why. It does. Because I think if, and that makes sense, if you understand the why, you know, why do you lose weight and gain it? You know, why do you do this and why that? Then you can really get down to the core and, and resolve and actually have a healthy, healthy life. Yes. Okay. All right. That, that makes sense. So if you're just tuning in, we're just, um, this show is about why people fail with weight loss. We're talking to Terrell Perry, who is a certified health and fitness professional right. for over 10 years based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And we're going to have some more information in our show notes and on our blog about how you can reach Terrell if you got some questions or if you want to book. He does, You do remote. Do you do remote training yes, I do. as well? I do. So it doesn't matter if you live in Nashville or not. Uh, if you've got a computer, uh, iPad, or even a phone or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. We can, uh, he can Skype or Zoom. I like Zoom. You can Zoom and, um, do you use the word training now or what, is, or am I going too far with that? No, <laughs> I, it, 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 it's, it's, you can still say training. You can still say training. Okay. I, I okay. think the big piece is with the way technology is now, there's no plausible excuse as to why someone can't get uh, physically fit. Okay. You know, some will say, well, I travel too much. Okay. <laughs> and now we, we can train virtual. Ouch. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not able to lift a lot of weights. Well, we can change your exercise to make that work for you. Yeah. Well, I've got some physical limitations. We can still change your exercise program to work for you. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to come up with an excuse as to why you cannot uh, find uh, a better way to live a healthier lifestyle. It, it, I just don't see why you can't. It, it, if it's something that you want to do, yeah. you'll make time for it. You make time for things that are important to you. And health is one of those things that you cannot put a price on. We want, we typically will work so hard to get the things that we want and we'll sacrifice our health. And as we get older and we've got what we want, but then our health starts to decline, we'll try to spend all that money that we just made to improve to our, our health. health back. So we're talking about why people fail at weight loss. So let's talk. What about comparison? Isn't that like a when people when you compare yourself, can how can that hinder you? Can that really hinder you? It can hinder you because you have to. Each person is different. So let's think about if 
I go look at someone else who's in the industry and I say, well, hey, I've got six pack abs, but they've got just straight rock hard, super defined six pack abs. So then the question would be, what's the nutrition? What's the workout regimen? What's their hydration? What's their rest? When you look at all those different things, as well as their genetics, yeah, I was going to ask about that. That can make a difference between apples and oranges or apples to apples. So I tend to tell folks, don't compare yourself to someone else because you don't know what they did to get to where they are. And you don't know what they're doing to maintain where they are. Mm -hmm. Look at where you are and look at where you want to go. You should make your, your goals for your transformation in three-month increments. Okay. So, so is it is it wrong to say, you know, to get a picture of someone and say, I want to look like that? Or it's okay to have a goal or have a vision, but it needs to be realistic to to you or, you know, you know, or are you willing to put in the work? I guess that may be another question, too. That's another question. You can say, I want to look like Angela Bassett or I want to look like Serena. Well, those are, are doable. But again... Look how defined those women are. And there may be some genetics playing and that, that, too. Clearly, there's that, some genetics uh, in yeah. some and, of those and cases. And so I guess you will set yourself up for disappointment and failure if you keep... It's okay to set goals to be maybe it's similar. I'm just trying to be realistic because, you know, we all... I guess we all, you know, we all do comparison in some form of fashion. You know, you see somebody is like, man, I wish I had that six-pack or I wish I had this. You know, kind of like what you just said, but then... Right. I guess you have to find a way to, I guess, not be so obsessed with that or I guess have a realistic plan. Have a realistic plan, but also understand uh, what it's going to take to get to that point, because what what oftentimes happens is when someone has a goal, I want to have I want to look like Angela Bassett. And you start out on that journey. And when you start to see the first remnants of success, you get complacent. And when you get complacent, what you were doing before to get that little piece of success that you've gotten. Now you're doing less because you're further along than where you were. And you figure, well, I've arrived, so I don't have to work as hard. I can kind of go back to some old habits because I'm still better than what I looked like before. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm working to get towards. Other good. I've lost 10 pounds so I can start eating cake every day <laughs> so you're, you're looking like angela right right now but not angela bassett you know angela somebody else <laughs> right right yeah don't, don't get me in trouble so okay so the reason why one of the reasons why we fail is so we have the comparison we have the not being honest and you have the micromanagement of your trainer and you said something that, that made that struck a nerve do you but could it also be that sometimes we're not really serious enough we really haven't made the commitment to change Yes, the commitment piece is, is equally important because keep in mind, I mean, would you say though that's almost like at the top that that is, you could you could trust the trainer and you could tell the truth about everything you're eating and and you know, but if you're not really committed to making the decision, how do you handle how do you as a as a Health and fitness professional. Yeah. I got to, you know, I'm, we're used to saying personal right, training. Right, so right, thank right. you for that education. Um, how do you, what's your way of dealing with those that may not seem to be as committed? 
to it. So what I like to do is hear what it is you want to do, hear what's your rationale for doing it, talk about your timeline for this change, and then start you out on that journey. So I have no preconceived notions other than we're going to get you there. But then when I start noticing that the commitment is there, isn't there, or the consistency isn't there, I'm going to have a, a, a conversation with you in real time. Hey, I noticed that you're wanting to change, but you're not consistent with logging your, logging your nutrition. You're not consistent with uh, eating healthy. You're not committed to uh, doing the workouts that I, that I subscribe, prescribe when you're away from me. Mm-hmm. If you're not showing those signs, how can I help you? Because your success is my success. And if I'm giving you the tools and you're not using those tools, what are we doing? Love yeah. friendship. I like hanging out, but I want you to have results. And by you enlisting you want, my, you my, want your my clients to be successful, correct. Because that, that reflects on you if they're successful. Correct. Their success, their, their success is my success. They're paying for a service. I'm wanting to provide it, but I cannot provide it if you're not totally dialed in. So I'll tell them your effort is the uh, product of your motivation, your commitment and your consistency. So you will you you actually will, you know, share with them in an honest way, say, hey, you, you know, you're not really committing to this process here. Correct. You know, it, you're not logging or whatever is the plan that you set for the clients. So have you had to yet? I know you've been doing this for 10 years. Have you had to just kind of let somebody go? I've had to let someone go. I've had to let several people go. And I think that's the piece that that is the uh, indicator that you're serious about your craft, because I could just be a hooligan and say, I'm just out for the money. Yeah. And just keep taking your money. Yeah. But again, your success is my success. Just like I'm a walking billboard for what I can do. When you walk through a room and people look at you and you've told them you have a health and fitness professional helping you. The first thing the question they ask is, well, what's their name? Mm-hmm. Well, Terrell's my guy. Well, you're not going to tell them that if you're experiencing some some issues that it's because you haven't been consistent with your eating or you haven't been consistent with your workout. <laughs> you're just, just going to say, Terrell's my guy. He didn't work. Right, or, right, or, right. You know, he didn't, so it, it didn't work out for him. That, that where, where people can be slow to give you credit for their success, but they can be quick to give you credit for their failure. Ah, they okay. don't want to want to specify their part in the matter. So I've had folks that because they, because I wanted it more than they did, and it was pretty obvious. Hey, you know what? I think this is something that you want to do, but I don't think it's something you want to do right now. Or better yet, I I don't think it's something you want to do with me. Yeah. So that being said. Let's end this thing on a positive note. Let's still remain friends, but let's go ahead and cut it off. You go back and think about what it is that you really want to do when you've decided that you're ready to do it and you're ready to do it in a way that provides you results. Give me a call back. I'd love to help you. I'll I'll never tell someone I'll never work with them again. Uh, okay. Un- unless okay. they're just like really, really messy. But otherwise, go back, get your mind right. Once your mind is right. Let's revisit it and see if there is a synergy to to uh, put you where you need to be. Because, again, I want to see you succeed. Right. There's right. a lot of people 
there's there's a lot of people that succeed, but there's just as many more that walk away uh, disappointed. And when they walk away, they're like, well, you know what? I can't believe he let me go. But at the same token, <laughs> they'll admit. But but he had something hot. He had something right. Uh-huh. I wasn't committed. Yeah. I wasn't eating right. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't going all out when I was working out. I wasn't doing all the things necessary to spark a change. And since I wasn't, I have to be honest with myself and say, you know what? I probably needed this. I can remember one person in particular. She told me I've never had anyone to 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 fire me, so to speak. So it it blew my mind that you did it. But you know what? I needed that to let me know that it's more than about money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's good. You brought a good point. And it's leading into this is the last thing I want to ask you about. So then how does that accountability come into play with people succeeding at weight loss and health and fitness goals? Like, do you see that often where people go, you know, okay, I haven't really done, you know, what I should do? Or is it always... You know, I mean, isn't, you know, or is it always, no, I'm eating right. <laughs> you know, what's the success? I mean, how success, I mean, wouldn't accountability play a big part in that as well? Accountability plays a big piece in and how, that. And, and, and before you answer that, I want to add to that, you know, wouldn't accountability play a big part? And could you give an example uh, for those that are listening of, okay, well, what do you mean be accountable? Give me, how can I be accountable? So that I can win at this weight loss game. So being accountable to me is owning up to what it is you're supposed to do. And when you have a shortcoming, admitting to it or receiving criticism okay. uh, to to do better. I give you a prime example. I know someone, uh, a friend, and she would eat certain things she's supposed to be following a, a pretty a pretty you know specific uh, uh nutritional guide but she'd eat a bunch of different things and she would log it in my fitness pal so my fitness pal is an app you use my fitness pal is an app that you use that will help uh guide or track your nutritional journey it'll tell you you help determine the amount that you've eaten you help determine the calories that you've eaten within your caloric uh intake or whatever your levels are so you're able to look and see, I ate so many calories, I ate so much. So you of can this. track all the foods that you eat. It's a free app, everyone. It's a free app. Uh, it's definitely something that you could use. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So so they were using my fitness pal, and and again, if you're looking to succeed and, and, and lose, one of the requirements is you go into my fitness pal so I can check what you're doing. So as I'm checking what she's doing, I'm noticing that with what she's eating. It's not helping her. It's actually hurting her. So now I could play the uh, I could play the unconcerned person and look at what she's doing and not say anything. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I roll. So when I look and I see that she's not following what she's doing, I'm gonna send her a nice little message, nice saying, love letter, saying, "Hey, <laughs> uh, I noticed that you had such and such that has very little nutritional value." This is where we're trying to go. I need you to get that those calories down from this particular thing or don't eat this. Eat this. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm of the mindset of moderation, 
not deprivation. Because when I tell you that you can't eat something, that's when you'll yeah. go to it more. So I'll say. So you don't encourage, you know, just don't don't you know, there, of course, there may be things you can't eat, but it's like eat it in moderation. Eat it in moderation, because uh, say, for instance, you like sweets. Of course, you know, sugar is probably the, the number one catalyst for people experiencing weight gain or, or having struggles with with uh, fat loss. What I'll say is if if you have a sweet tooth, pick you a date, <laughs> not days, pick you a day when you can get something as uh, uh, so some may say Saturday a reward. Saturday may be your sweet day. Saturday may be your sweet day, but you have a a a meal with something sweet. So if you've had your your meal, you've had your your hydration, your beverage, water, whatnot. You've eaten everything that, that you need to eat, and now you want something sweet. Have it, but have it within reason. Don't have, you know, two and three servings of cake. Maybe have you a half a slice of cake, or if you're going to have a slice of cake, once you've had that slice, that's it for that day. That may be it for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but at least you've gotten satiated and you're good. And you've got versus sweet, sweet tooth. Versus resolve. you're having cake every day. Every day. And, yeah. and keep in mind, if if you're intelligent about it, you can work that thing to where... You're getting something sweet, but instead of it being something sweet that has a a poor nutritional value, it may be something that has a uh, a positive nutritional value. So there's some stuff out there that you can cheat, but actually be good for you or it could, contribute to you to you winning. It could be fruit. It could be something like peanut butter. It could be. I mean, there's a there's a myriad of different things that you can replace cookies and ice cream with something else that would be beneficial. Bananas, peanut butter, apples, oranges, uh, uh, Greek yogurt. I mean, again, the list goes on and on. If if it's a sweet tooth, we can satisfy that, but we can do it in a healthier manner. So, so, so one way of of probably, I guess, one thing too, why people don't, why we don't win at weight loss is maybe we don't even know what some of our options are to some of our um, faulty foods, if I would say that, or to some of our things. We may not know what the options are. So, so glad that you mentioned that. There is an app that's called Fujicate, F-O-O-D-U-C-A-T-E. That's another free app mm-hmm. that you can, if you're walking down the aisle in the store and you're thinking, hey, I think I want to buy this, but I want to see what the nutritional value is. You can scan that barcode. Fujicate will get, will rate that from an A to a D and tell you the good parts about it, the bad parts about it. And you can also ask, what's an alternative? So it's called Fooducate, F-O-O-D-U-C-A-T-E. Kind of like educate yes. with the word food. Yes. It's a free app that allows you to scan food, scan mm-hmm. the barcode or enter in a food. Right. And it gives you the rating on how good it is, how bad it is. And then says, try this instead. It'll provide an alternative. So it, it, it would be difficult, again, for someone to say, I don't have a substitute for this. Use this app. It'll tell you what works in its place. And if it's something good, it'll tell you. Go ahead and, 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 and take that. But if it's something that has poor nutritional value, like, you know, juice boxes or something like that, it'll give you an alternative. This is good. So we got a few minutes left. I want to recap on some of the things we talked about on why people fail at weight loss. One of the things we talked about was no honesty, right? Not being honest about what you're eating, where you are, 
Um, even maybe injuries and things like that was something that we talked about once. Being honest about where you are right now, your condition, or even when your trainer is asking you a question, be honest about what if you if you had 12 beers over the weekend, tell the truth about it. Right. <laughs> you know, managing or micromanaging your trainer by um, not trusting your trainer, which really is not a lack of trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting information from all kind of resources, your best friends who aren't trained or educated. Or even if you even I would say even someone that may be another trainer, per se, if you're going to go listen to all these trainers, then what you probably should go over there. I mean, why hire this one if you're going to listen to 12 others, but not but micromanaging your trainer. um, One of the other ones we're talking about was comparison, right? Comparison yourself to others. Uh, And you mentioned I love you brought up about moderation, not understanding the difference between moderation versus deprivation. Right. You know, um, you don't believe necessarily in just completely eliminating everything, but doing things in moderation. Uh, one of the other things we talked about was not serious enough. Right. And accountability. Mm-hmm. These are things that contribute to why many people fail at weight loss. Right. So, Terrell, tell us how we can reach you. Tell us where your website is. Tell us about your social media and all the stuff we talked about. Everybody will also be on our um, website, the uh, blog, and our show notes page. So you'll be able to get the links about the apps we talked about and, of course, how to reach Terrell. But tell us how we can reach you. So you can reach me. What My uh, website is www.sspfitness.com. You can reach me on Instagram at sspfitnessllc. You can reach me at Twitter at, that's the at, SSP Fitness LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll have it all in the show notes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get your phone number. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Let them reach you on social media first. So, Taylor, thank you uh, for taking the time to talk to us and empower us and to help add value through this information exchange. Is there anything you want to say in closing to our audience in regards to helping them win at this weight loss thing? I think the big piece is to be honest with yourself and give yourself the opportunity to 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 make mistakes. You're going to make a mistake and it's kind of it, it it's as if we're in the game of sports. If I'm playing football and I'm running a play and I drop the football, am I going to stop and look at the mistake I made by dropping the football and lament over that? Am I going to pick that football up and keep running? Same thing with the 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 weight loss or fat loss uh, uh, topic. You're going to make mistakes, whether it be you went out for the weekend, hung out with your friends and you just had too many drinks, whether you just ate poorly over the weekend, whether you didn't eat enough, whether you didn't get enough rest. There's going to be a lot of times that you're going to make mistakes. But the issue is, is to understand that you've already made the mistake. Don't rehash it. Move on past it. Keep moving. And yeah. if someone can give you some guidance to make your situation better. Listen to them. Don't sell them short because they're saying things that you don't want to hear. Listen to what, especially if they're educated and and, and, and trained to make you a better person. Listen to them. But just, um, you know, give yourself the room to, to, to be successful, but also to experience some failure because you either win or you learn. And, and, and when you win, you still learn, but when you fail, like you, you learn what you learn. You, you learn what not to do. So when you learn what you didn't do right, 
come back with a vengeance to do it better the next time and not only do it better, but be consistent with it. And when you're consistent with it, think about all the people who who depend on you or or they're watching what you do. So when you're consistent with something and you're honest with yourself and you're honest with others, you can't help but win. Yeah. We got to get you back. I think you, you struck on something I think would be a good topic for another show uh, about how to pick a personal trainer. Absolutely. You, know, you shared a lot of different nuggets about, you know, health and health and fitness professional versus mm-hmm. personal trainer and, you know, how to pick a health and fitness professional. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's something. So would you love would you come back and talk to us again? Absolutely. I would dig it. I, 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 I'm ready. I'm All right. Ready. I'm anxious. Terrell Perry, thank you for being on our show. That's it for our show, guys. Remember to live, love, and laugh and be the change you want to see in this world. That's all for this episode of The Cultivation Hub. Be sure to head over to jrobunited.com to learn more about our various programs, upcoming events, and other ways we can serve you. While you're there, sign up for our e-newsletter, check out our blog for show notes, and share your reviews on this episode. Keep visiting our website for upcoming prizes and giveaways. And remember that being a resource for your human potential is why we are here at The Cultivation Hub.